everyone and welcome back to another episode of the imperfect podcast my name is grayson and i'm so glad that you're here listening um i guess we'll jump right into it with some updates um and things that have happened over the past week so kind of ironic that you know i I was saying how i wanted to start cooking more and just you know learning some new recipes and stuff like that but that i also wanted to stop hooking up with people as much well (laughs) i i think my mind like compromised in a way because i like went on this date and instead of going out for dinner we cooked something and by we i mean him he cooked i watched and it it wasn't even cooking like I didn't realize that how, how easy gnocchi is to make. Gnocchi is basically like this like potato noodle thing. And literally all you do is just boil it. And then what he did is put it in a saucepan. And then you can put like garlic, olive oil. I don't know. And then you just like kind of mix it around till it's like golden brown whatever like so easy and I'm like well shit like I can do that like that's I don't know but when you think about it like noodles and pasta very easy to make because you're just boiling water oh my god he asked me well do you know how to boil water I'm like okay don't don't insult me sir um but no I mean (laughs) it was good that like we you know, we stayed at home, cooked our meal instead. Like, I enjoyed that. And, but, you know, what I said I wouldn't do anymore happened. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think I just need to stop putting myself in those situations anyway. But I have zero self-control. It's, it's a problem. I really, like, I... My intuition, my gut is telling me what to do, but then, I, you know, minutes later, thoughts will come in like, well, you're young and this is the time to like do all this stupid shit anyway, so just do it. And so that's so conflicting because in a way I want to be responsible, mature, safe, blah, blah, blah. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, I'm in my, like, 20s, very, very early 20s. I mean, I'm only 20 right now, like, and in my teen years, I didn't really do anything stupid. Like, I feel like I, in my teen years, was very, I was so just vanilla. Like, I was so, like, follow the rules and, you know, do your homework on time and do this and that and that and, like, listen to your parents and all that. And now I don't really have to listen to my parents necessarily. I mean, especially once I um, move out at the end of summer. Um, But now I just feel like I kind of just want to do whatever and not really care so much about the repercussions, which that's kind of not... No, it's not that I don't care because I definitely do care but just not like worry like so much to the point where I just isolate myself and never do anything 
because that has happened in the past where I'm just like, well, I need to just lock myself up in my room, not talk to anyone, not do anything. And that's just, uh, you know, that's just a recipe for, um, a depressive episode. And I, I notice that when I do like meet a bunch of new people, talk to people, when I'm around people, I'm like, I feel like I'm alive. I mean, not to say that when I'm alone, I don't feel that either. I mean, I do really cherish and love, um, alone time, but I, I think I'm realizing that I don't need as much alone time as I thought I like once did because I mean, I definitely would still consider myself an introvert, but introverts also need social interaction. That's just point blank period. (laughs) Um, every human being needs social interaction because humans are social beings, but yeah, I feel like I'm just noticing that all this time I thought I needed to myself isn't really, I guess, recharging my battery as much as it used to. I've noticed that I need, I don't need as much time anymore to like recharge. I, I just, you know, I'll do my little meditation, some journaling, drink my coffee, um, maybe go for a walk, do my workout and, you know, total that takes maybe, I don't know, two, three hours. And then I, I would be good to go. I, I would be fine to do, you know, whatever. So that's just another like realization I guess I've made about myself and I feel like that's definitely um a healing thing like you know because I've I've been slowly but surely healing and growing I've been able to interact more with people and actually have you know my cup my cup is full when you heal when you heal yourself you are filling up your cup and you're filling up um, your ability to give of yourself, like give your personality and your basically just give from your cup to others. Um, and that's kind of what I mean, I guess, by like recharging your battery or filling up your cup. Um, and you know, the quicker that you're able to do that, it's just like, well, the more you can interact and be around people and yeah. So, that was a really cool, you know, thing that I've I've started to realize. Another thing that happened this past weekend that made me realize, like, how much I'm truly growing and healing as a person was that I did partake in some marijuana consumption <laughs> um, in the form of a dab. I feel like most people probably know what that is. I did not. (laughs) I didn't realize how many different, I guess, ways to smoke weed. I didn't know that there's like, I mean, I I knew of edibles and I knew of, you know, the actual grass or whatever. Like I knew of that, but I, and then I guess a dab is like the actual like wax or whatever. It's, there's so many different things and I kind of just thought they were all the same and all the all the highs would be the same. Um well I quickly <laughs> realized that, that 
that was wrong. <laughs> um, cause a dab is very highly concentrated with THC and THC is the stuff that, you know, gets you high. But yeah, so a dab is pretty much 90 to hundred percent THC. I was unaware of that. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> I hit the, I, would it be a bong? I don't even know what it was, honestly, but you have to like light up the end with a blowtorch or with something. And I mean, I was, <laughs> I was in like Hicktown. I was in this town called Wazeppa, middle of nowhere. All these, you know, hick people showing me how to do, yeah, they were, yeah, <laughs> but, um, so when I hit that and I stepped out of the truck cause we were hot boxing or whatever, um, I got out of the truck and my foot went through the ground <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like this is this, yeah, like I can, I, it hit me immediately. Um, and you know, we were going to walk back to my roommate's car and that walk took forever. But in reality, it only took a few minutes, but in my mind, I'm like, this is taking forever. It was interesting. So basically I could feel my heart racing and I could, I could have definitely like freaked the fuck out and had like a full blown anxiety attack and um, like it definitely could have happened. Like I could have started freaking out, but what I realized and what I was telling myself was that I was having a human earthly experience that will not last forever and is not, I guess it doesn't damage your soul. Um, because your soul is untouched by you know, earthly, worldly things. Like, your soul and the world are of two different realms. Um, so basically, while this insane trip or whatever was happening, well, yeah, (laughs) um, I kind of just, like, focused inward on myself and was like, I know, you know, deep inside of me, is where I actually am, and, like, this whole outside worldly, um, experience isn't, it's not what is true, like, yes, it's happening, and yes, it's it's all real time, but I knew that, you know, it doesn't last forever, and I wanted to enjoy it as much as I could, which I, I did, I mean, it was very entertaining, to say the least, um, but, yeah, like, normally, like, you know, in the past, I would have had a full-blown, probably breakdown, freak out, shaking, crying, the whole thing, but I, I could hear, I, um, like, my true, my intuition almost, like, speaking to me and in a sober way, being, like, you know, relax, like, it's fine, kind of just reassuring me, 
And that's crazy because we can literally reassure ourselves as long as we listen. And like, as long as you listen to your intuition, like that bitch is always there for you. And it's true. And it's right every single time. Um, so yeah, that was just another experience that made me realize like, wow, I am like really healing and, um, it's showing like I'm able to really almost see the, um, results of my spiritual healing and it's amazing and it's so exciting and I, it just makes me all the more excited to continue with, you know, everything that I've been doing and seeing, I guess, even, like, newer developments and things that happen. My mind has kind of been all over the place. Today is Wednesday. I'm recording this, hopefully, um, the day that I upload it. Um, yeah, I just, sometimes my mind is just blank. Like, you know, people say that they're just, like, thinking a bunch of things at once and blah, blah, blah. Well, sometimes, like, I have zero thoughts in my head. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely also have, like, the overthinking brain as well. Where there's just a million thoughts going on. But sometimes, like, my mind is blank. Um, <laughs> like, it kind of, I kind of have, like, this zombie mode. I mean, I also did just wake up from a nap. I have, like, slept so much today. <laughs> um, and it, I think what threw me off was the fact that I slept until 10, 10 30. And I usually don't do that because, um, with my nannying job, I have to wake up around, you know, four forty ish, five o'clock in the morning. So <clears throat> yeah, apparently I needed the sleep but it also didn't help that, you know, it was pretty rainy today, gray, um, gloomy, and I see that's still something I'm working on, is just accepting when the weather isn't ideal for me. I, I try to love the rain and the gloomy weather so much. I try to pretend, you know, like I'm Bella in Twilight and I'm living in Forks, Washington, is that where it's set? I think so. <laughs> but it just doesn't work sometimes. Like, I really, really love the sun. I love my vitamin D. And just being being able to walk out of my car, feel the warmth hit my face. You know, not have to worry about getting my clothes wet or anything or my hair. But, you know, it's just, I love just bright, sunny days. <laughs> Like, if that was how days were every single day, I wouldn't complain, but that would not be good for the plants and the animals and all that. So I understand the logistics behind rainy days and why we need them. I just don't like them. <laughs> um, but maybe I shouldn't be putting that out into the universe. Maybe I should say, you know, I... I accept, um, all of the seasons, um, of the earth and every, um, 
every type of weather that there is and I find the good in it and yeah like there's a reason that we need it there's a reason why weather happens and um it's very unrealistic for you know it to be sunny every single day that would just be like asking a person to be a thousand percent happy every single day like that's just not realistic um so yeah um but I think what I want to title this episode and talk about is actually my college experience thus far and my emotions and feelings moving forward I think I'll start off with I'll probably take it way back I think I'm gonna take it way back to senior year of high school um and senior year was not (laughs) it was probably the worst year of my life it was I think I think it, it really was um that was when my depression was at an all-time high um that was the deepest darkest hole I've probably ever been in for like that for such a long period of time it was I don't even know how long it was um that entire year was kind of just a blur um and it was just awful and I've had you know little bits and pieces of that time you know in recent years but never like that thankfully and I mean there's definitely like reasons behind why that happened um at that time um basically something traumatic happened in my life and I had to actually withdraw um from high school because I physically could not get out of bed and um, do regular school. It was not even plausible for me at, at that time. It would have, um, it just wouldn't have worked or happened at all. Because um, at that point in my life, I didn't care what happened to me, whether or not I graduated. I didn't care about school anymore. I didn't care about anything, didn't care about my health or how much water I was drinking or my combing my hair I did not take care of myself and I mean that's that is definite um like the definition of depression is just not caring you really don't care what happens to you what you look like you don't care about anything and that's how it was for me um during that time like you don't have even the slightest ounce of motivation or passion for life you want everything to cease to exist. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. And so what I had to do was, um, I mean, I didn't suggest this. I think it was my mom that um, really encouraged that I um, do online school. So I was enrolled in Minnesota Virtual High School. Um thankfully I only had two classes that I had to finish to graduate I think it was economics and like a social studies class I don't really remember but or maybe it was an English class 
I only had two more classes that I needed, and, um, I, I left in October, so I still had majority of the year left to go, but, yeah, those classes, um, I cheated on, (laughs) um, (laughs) and I think, uh, when my mom found out, she was super, like, disappointed, and, couldn't believe that I would do that, but I don't think she understood how bad the situation was, and the fact that, like, if I hadn't have cheated on those classes, like, I would not have graduated, I might not even have, um, lived, like, it's, I, I basically had to do what I had to do, like, I had, I did what I had to, to get by, and, you know, but still seeing her be super disappointed, my dad being disappointed, um, on top of feeling such dread and guilt and, like, I was such this fucking burden, it made it all that much worse, um, I just felt like, you know, the world was collapsing in on itself, and, I don't know, looking back, I can honestly say it wasn't that big of a deal, it wasn't even a thing, like, the fact that I, it affected me so much, I mean, just proves how much I've, you know, grown and learned and all of that. But anyway, I did, I passed both my classes. I think I got an A in both of them, A or B. And, oh, I I remember actually my mom found out halfway through actually that I was um, cheating. And so I had to finish my final project for one of my classes on my own. Well, she actually helped me with it. So that kind of like helped restore a little bit of our relationship there when she was like, you know what, I'll help you with this project. Um, it was also something that I couldn't really cheat on. Like I had to make this whole elaborate board game, um, themed for whatever reading we were supposed to do, but I didn't do that, but I ended up getting a really good grade on it. So, you know, I know I'm so capable of doing all of the work myself and getting a good grade like I'm more than absolutely capable but it's just my my mental state at the time couldn't handle it and so I've I've honestly I've forgiven um my past self and I I really just wish I could hug her and say that all of this that was on my mind at the time it bears no weight you know on my worth and my future because I really thought that I had no future and I was also so I felt such like a shell of a person also because I didn't walk with my class I didn't wear a cap and gown I didn't throw up my cap in the air um you know after graduating like I was seeing on you know Instagram Snapchat of all of my all of the people from my grade, you know, taking pictures in their cap and gown, and I, I kind of wondered if they even realized I wasn't there, and to this day, I don't really know, because I haven't talked, I don't really talk to many people from high school anymore, I don't know whether or not they realized I wasn't walking with them, but I don't know, the fact that that was my thought was, oh, I wonder if they notice that I'm there, it's just such an ego-driven thought, you know, the point of graduating, 
is that you graduated, that you got your diploma, and not that you, you know, walked across the stage in a gown. Like, that's, that's kind of the aesthetic of it. That's the, that's the face of it. Um, and, you know, like the actual graduation should be just, you know, the fact that you made it, you have your diploma. Um, and yeah, I guess, but I was still very, you know, bummed that I didn't get to participate in all of that. And not that I didn't get to, because I, I could have, it's just that, again, my mental health at the time was at an all-time low, and I couldn't bring myself to, um, I guess, yeah, participate in all the festivities and all of the events around graduation. Um, I mean, I, I did have a graduation party, but again, I feel like I've kind of blocked that out of my memory as well, because um, I was so sad that um, no one from high school even came to my graduation party. Um, the only people that were there were family. Um, I didn't have any friends or people from high school that came. Um, and I honestly just feel so, like, I feel so bad for that person who I used to be. I put so much time and effort into this um, big poster that I made um, because it was friends themed, which actually now I, I'm kind of scarred from ever watching the show Friends um, because of what happened at my graduation party. I Friends was the show that I watched all throughout that um, dark time in my life, and so now I kind of associate that show with that time and the fact that it was also the theme of my graduation party it was just all too much and I'm you know to this day I, I I'm kind of sick of that show and I don't really like watching it or hearing about it and I also just remember that um, my mom and her boyfriend made me feel extremely guilty that they were spending all this money on friends themed um, decorations and things like that and it just made me feel that I shouldn't even have a graduation party in the first place and I you know wasn't deserving of one shouldn't have even you know had one but I you know in my ego-driven brain at the time I really thought that everything needed to be perfect and this whole party needed to be amazing and every single thing needed to be themed and you know, because just in case people that I, you know, from high school or friends or whatever would show up, it was so that, you know, the pictures would be um, Instagram worthy. And, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it clearly didn't even matter because um, any pictures that were taken, I don't like looking at. And... I even remember the dress that I was wearing and I can never wear a dress like that again. Um, I, th I really think I do have maybe a little bit of, it just, it triggers me. Anything from that time in my life 
you know, like any like shows that I watched, what I wore, like I can't, I could never wear clothing that I had like severe traumatic mental breakdowns in. I can no, I can't wear them again because it will just immediately take me back to, you know, that time. And I associate things, um, you know, like, like clothing and shows and food and, you know, all of that with certain times of my life. And so I, I definitely have an aversion to those things now, um, which can almost seem a little, um, I don't know, unhealthy, but I, at least at this point in my life, don't want to make peace with those things. Um, I mean, I feel like I definitely have for the most part, but if I can, you know, just avoid the things that I don't want to remember or talk about, then that, that works for me at this, at this point. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't like talking about it or thinking about it. And, you know, it's like the same with, you know, anyone else who's had like traumatic experiences. Like you don't want to, they don't want to hear about anything to do with what happened in that time in their life. So, you know, if anyone else can relate to that, I obviously relate as well. And, you know, if you would like to talk to me or reach out and even give me advice on, I guess, how to um, heal and grow and make peace with, you know, past trauma and experience, um, definitely let me know. I mean, I have done so much healing and I for sure have come so, so far. Like if, if friends is playing on the TV, I'll probably watch and I'll probably laugh. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I will be thinking about, you know, what happened. And that's just, that's just human memory. I can't, I cannot completely block it out of my memory because, um, I, I simply remember things from the past and, um, (laughs) I kind of wish sometimes we wouldn't, but that's just how it is. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, (sighs) I, I think I'm, I'm really trying to just, um, separate the two. Like I'm trying to separate the experience from the actual, things that kind of aren't related. I mean, they're only related in the sense that it happened during the same time period, but I am really trying to understand that these things didn't actually cause my depression in any way, and they were simply just these, I don't know, factors in the background, um, you know, harmless factors, uh, But yeah, so after I graduated high school, I took a gap year because I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. Um, And the idea of going back to school was a nightmare at the time. And I definitely knew that I was not emotionally, mentally, physically, um, spiritually ready to go back to school 
by any means, and my parents were also aware of this, clearly. So, yeah, I took a gap year, and I got hired as a PCA, which is a personal care assistant for a house in Andover, for, you know, at a house for a family in Andover, and that whole experience can be a whole other story time. (laughs) Um, It was kind of it was just a mess. The entire thing was a mess. Um, but I did actually meet my ex-boyfriend through that experience because he was their old PCA. Um, he was the one that was working for them before I got hired. And he actually worked for them for, I believe, six years. I was out of that bitch in one year. Um, kind of because I got fired, but also kind of because I quit. It's, I went off on their mom. I was, I just called her every name in the book, but, um, moving on, you know, that, that can be another story. (laughs) That's what I did for a year was I worked, you know, as a PCA, um, for that really special, unique family. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, yeah. So after that, I was like, okay, I think I can try out university life and I wanted to experience it. So I thought, you know, um, I toured Eau Claire. I really liked it. And I actually applied, got accepted. I was signing up for everything. I remember I paid a $300 housing deposit and the day we were supposed to go up for orientation, I had an anxiety attack and I told, I vividly remember this. We were up at my cabin and I told my dad, I can't do it. Again, he was very disappointed in me, got angry. Um, thankfully, my stepmom was there and calmed him down and made me feel a million times better about myself. And so um, I enrolled at an Oak Ramsey Community College instead um, because it was close by. It was only about 18 minutes from my house, so I would just drive there. Um, I took some general classes and uh, stayed at home, uh, and it worked out really well. I really loved it there. Um, yeah, I had a really good time, um, at Anoka Ramsey, and I think I was, I was doing other nanny jobs, um, at the time. I think probably nannying for who I still nanny today, um, but yeah, I did that for a year, um, taking classes at AR and working. And then I thought, okay, I think I can try out university university again. So I applied to Bethel University. Um, and honestly, my choice, the, like, the factors that were, you know, involved that I thought would be beneficial was the fact that it was very close. It was only about a half hour away from home. Um, it was Christian and so I basically chose that school because I thought that's what my parents would like. I didn't choose it for me. Um, and I also didn't realize how fucking expensive it is, uh, that school in particular. And this was also during COVID. So, you know, the whole experience was just kind of Zoom classes and, wearing a mask if we did go, you know, to 
in-person class. And um, I got depressed again at that time. Um, Bethel felt a lot like high school to me. It, you know, the people were judgmental and clicky and um, entitled and it, it it almost felt like it was a competition to see who was, you know, the best Christian and which kind of is hypocritical, defeats the purpose. That's not what a Christian mentality is supposed to be like at all. But I, I again, this could be a whole other tangent about religion and how I think a lot of Christians in particular really have it backwards. <laughs> um, and almost sometimes even use the Bible against people. How, how do they think that using such, you know, this holy item against others can be right in any way? I don't understand. Um, because it's, it's not meant to be used as this tool to judge people. You know, we humans are not who like who are we to judge others no one is above anyone else in in terms of worth and in terms of um their right to be on this planet and live on this planet so yeah so I guess that whole situation felt very messed up to me I mean along the way I'm happy about all the people that I met and the experiences and all of this but it just wasn't for me and it didn't work out and that's okay and you know, at the time I thought I was this, you know, failure that couldn't stay at a school for longer than a year because, you know, I just, I felt, yeah, like a failure, I guess. But I I see now, I look back now and I realize the fact that I even tried, the fact that I even applied and got in and went to that school is a huge accomplishment in itself. And something that I should be very, very extremely proud of. Um, and again, nothing is a waste of time. I learned so much about myself, about, you know, the college system, and uh, I met people. Um, so it, it wasn't a waste of time at all. Uh, and I guess that kind of leads into what happened after I left Bethel. I was only there for a semester. Um, and I remember January of 2021 was awful. It, it was, um, it was pretty much like how it was senior year of high school. You know, my depression came back in full swing the same way it was back then. Um, and January, the entire month was a blur. I don't really remember it. Um, it was just spent in bed and I would get up, you know, to go to the bathroom or to maybe, maybe eat something. Um, but yeah. And then I decided to finish, um, my associate's degree at Anoka Ramsey. So I enrolled back in Anoka Ramsey and I'm actually currently finishing my last class. So I will be, um, graduating from there this summer, um, with my two-year degree, and, um, then I will be moving on to University of Wisconsin-Stout, 
um, yeah, that kind of leads up to, (laughs) um, present day. That's, you know, my future plan. Um, I have my roommate. I have, we have our, um, townhouse that we're going to be living at and I'm extremely excited. Um, and I'm a lot more grounded, um, than I was in the past. And I, I don't want to, you know, be a zombie throughout this experience. I do truly want to take in every single emotion, even if it's a negative emotion. I want to feel it, um, fully and, um, go into everything with an open mind. And I want to feel like every single moment is, is meant for me. Like, even though it was my decision, you know, to attend this school, I almost want to view it as it, like, it was almost the universe. It was the universe communicating to me that this was the right path. Um, and that everything that happens during, you know, every stage of my life is all in divine timing. It's all meant to happen. And, um, it was, it was specifically laid out and made for me. Um, you know, everything that has happened in the past has kind of led to this moment, me talking to you guys right now, um, and has made me who I am. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have even started a podcast. Maybe I wouldn't even be in school. I don't know. You know, if things were different in the past, what what, what would have happened? Um, but I'm thankful. I'm feeling very hopeful, content, and blessed and excited. I'm really looking forward to it. And for anyone else who is either just starting their college journey or is currently in college or even high school, I, I love you. I'm here for you. Um, you can always reach out to me if you have any questions about the, about any process. Um, because most, I've most likely gone through it. I know what to do. (laughs) Um, but if you also have advice for me moving forward, um, because, you know, I do tend to struggle during transitional, um, times, um, because I'm such a creature of habit and it takes me a while to get used to a new environment. Um, but I know now that I belong no matter where I am, I know that I belong and that goes for everyone listening no matter where what job you have what school you're going to you belong there you have a right to be there and there's nothing in the past or the future or the present there's nothing that you have done or could have done that makes you any less worthy of where you are right now Um, you deserve every single good thing coming your way and that you currently have right now in your life, you are so deserving of it, beyond deserving. Um, And yeah, I just, I really hope that success and money and genuine friendships and beautiful new experiences just flow to you and are attracted to you and 
um, yeah, um, that was kind of, um, a history of, you know, my schooling and work experience. Um, I feel like I, you guys have gotten to know me more and that makes me feel a lot closer to you. Um, and yes, like I've said, just reach out to me, talk to me anytime. Um, I think I'm going to wrap up the episode right here. I appreciate you guys more than you know. I'm there for you. I love you. And I appreciate you. And um, I want you to have an amazing, beautiful rest of your week, rest of your day, wherever you are listening. <sighs> um, yeah, I'm giving you a big virtual hug right now. Um, I'm so proud of you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing you're amazing. (laughs) Um, please, please just realize how far you've come and be proud of every single accomplishment, no matter how small you made your bed. Oh my God. Like (laughs) good for you. Like celebrate that, you know, um, you worked out, uh, like be so grateful for your body that you're able to work out and that you did it, you know, make everything a little celebration, make everything just something to be grateful for. But yeah, I'm, I'll stop talking. I, I will see all of you. I guess I won't see you. I'll talk to all of you guys next week. Um, yeah, I love you. Bye.